on this episode of Comedy Rewind. Is Snatch a comedy or is it just a really funny movie? How influential was Guy Ritchie's quick style of editing in the 2000s? Is this movie the moment we realized that Brad Pitt was actually a character actor? All of this and more on Comedy Rewind. 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 Push Rewind. I thought this was a comedy show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to 8-Bits Comedy Rewind. We are powered by Audio Technica as we rewatch the great comedies of the 1990s and the 2000s. I'm your host, John Peck, and joining me is Nato Johnston, aka The Naked Man. How you doing? Oh, holy moly, like deep cut. Like deep cut. That's like, that's when you know you're a G, like you're an original Nato friend. Like, absolutely. Oof. I had to, I was thinking like I... That threw, like you don't throw me off usually. Like, like I'm the thrower offer of people and I was just like, <laughs> yep, wow. I was, I was trying to think of a gangster name because everyone in Snatch has these great nicknames, God, you know, so... Frankie Fourfingers and, Bricked you know, Tommy and... the whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, NATO the Naked Man, that, that works. But, uh, that's a story for another podcast. Yeah. Whew. There's so many great names like... Uh, what do you got? Bullet Tooth Tony. God, they, they just are. Like the whole, even even Tommy, like because he calls it, because he's Tommy Gunn, but he's like, no, he's named yeah. after a dancer and stuff like that. Spoilers for cool <laughs> moments later on down the track. That's it. But we are talking about Snatch, of course, the Guy Ritchie uh, crime comedy. This is this came out in 2000. For starters, we should probably talk about, is this a comedy? Because uh, Brendan was like, that's not a comedy. And I said, well, Wikipedia says it's a comedy. No, all right. I'm, 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 this is personally to Brendan and anyone else that thinks this is not a comedy. This is, uh, this is probably one of my... I will probably put it as probably one of my favorite comedies of all time. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, 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 many times in my life, I said it's the funniest film Ever. Wow, well, we've got the right person for the podcast episode then, don't because we? Because it's not just like, it's not <laughs> just, you know, a comedian doing jokes and stuff like that. It's just yeah. genuinely funny. The whole movie. It's not like, it's not like setting up a, a gag yeah. and then this thing and, goes and that's out of why control. I think it's, it's, just the... it's a funnier movie than most comedies. Like 100%. Mm. It, it's all in the dialogue, isn't it? Like, it's all <sighs> just like a line that you didn't expect to come out of nowhere yes. or an insult that just comes yeah, yeah. out of nowhere. And that, that's why, like, I'll go back to the bit where, like, I'll, I'll, I'll rethink, like, where you said, oh, it's a crime comedy movie. No, it's just a Guy Ritchie film. Like, that should be the tag. Like, it yeah. does, like it's just Guy Ritchie film. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't have to just try and describe it. Oh, it's it's kind of comedy. It's kind of crime. It's, no, it's just Guy Ritchie film. And you're like, oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. That's a genre in itself. It now. makes... It makes sense. He has had some really bad movies though over the, the years. What? He did like that. He did swept away with Madonna, okay. which is like notoriously one of the worst movies ever. See, I only know his like um, Guy Ritchie films, like your Lockstock yeah. Smoking Barrel, Snatch, that like even the Man from Uncle, um, Rock and Roller is very underappreciated by most people that like put Snatch and Lockstock up there. L- L- Rock and Rollers. He- he did the he did the Sherlock Holmes movies as oh, well. Yeah. Did you like those? Yeah, they're all right. I just, I'm just God. That that's just a storyline that's just been told so many times that like even you could you could get the yeah. best director and the best everything and it's still just ah, it's just it's Sherlock yeah. Holmes. <laughs> yeah, he also did King Arthur screenplay like Oof. five four four Isn't or five years ago. Real bad. Yeah, yeah. So. 
they're not all winners, but um, the ladders you know, stick to. Yeah, stick to stick to the cr- the crime, the mafia, the mob, that yeah, kind of thing. It's 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 it, it works for you, guy. And don't try and put Madonna in in movies. And he did yeah. recently the Gentleman, which was another back to seen back it, to I've his roots good kind of like guy Ritchie. Yeah. yeah. So this is a, a great film in in a lot of ways, which we'll get into. But one of the things that I like is that the cast is very like um, it's just such a huge cast. Like it's there's so many characters. It's not like told from really one person's perspective, even though Turkish is like the narrator yeah. and kind of telling the story. There's secret, huge sequences throughout the movie that he's not in at all. So he would never have any idea of what's happening, um, which means that it's never, you're never spending too much time with one person. Like it's always just moving through yeah. the different kind of three or four groups. Uh, but I guess the one that, that the person that stands out to me the most, perhaps it's just you know, cult of personality, but it's Brad Pitt. God, because yeah. for me, like, I guess older people may have had this realization sooner than I did, yeah. but I've heard it said like recently, like Brad Pitt is really a character actor in a leading man's body because movies like this show you like he can really just play anything. Yeah. Like you can just give him like similar to, I guess, um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's in this, in this boat where you can just give him any accent, kind of any level of of um you know he can be a a cop he can be a, a drug dealer he can be um a disabled teenager in his younger years he can be a poor kid on the street or he can be you know the head of wall street you know and yeah. he can just do anything and i think brad pitt's in a similar boat to that whereas he just looked like a pretty boy at the start we just thought oh, he's a pretty boy he's gonna be like you know, doing some rom-coms is kind of like the way that we used to look at Matthew McConaughey before he exploded as what well. Was it like a fish, Ron, a fish named Rondo or something like that? Uh, or something else. There was something, he, you know, when he was this big pr- pretty boy who, kind of thing. Thelma and Louise he was yeah, in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was just literally then, the like, dumb blonde, like, stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> but he did such a great job to avoid that. Yeah. Like, he's, like, it would have been easy for him just to be like, yeah, I'm going to make 30 rom-coms and I'm going to make so much money doing that mm-hmm. but he made he made weird decisions like he did meet joe black yeah. back in the the late 90s which is a weird movie and and like i don't want to get into this with the internet like don't come at me like but because there's there's so much left and right with the, this movie but like um fight club yeah absolutely oh dude i will f- I will fight anyone that says like it's become cool to say off oh, Fight Club. It's like a movie for like meatheads or whatever, but it's just a cool story. It is in in like in the like there's there's the huge gif and meme at the moment where like there's just a whole bunch of characters where it's like God, uh, what's his yeah Rick and like the Joker and like all these characters, and then it's just like you're you're missing the point if you idolize these characters. Like, oh, yeah. that's that, that's the whole point of like Tyler Dirt. <laughs> yeah, and like people do though. It's like an, that's why like it got such a like people don't get the uh, like what the actual message of Fight Club is of yeah. like it's yeah like it's clearly anti-commercial like capitalism and stuff. Yeah, well, it's also like yeah, fighting toxic masculinity, but then like it also shows the next step of like a lot of people that like disingenuine by the system are easily manipulated into cults and mm. like. God, what are they called? The 
God, the the dudes that hate women. Um, oh, the the incels. Incels. Yeah. Yeah, incel. Like 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 that's a prequel to like incel culture of just like how easy it is to manipulate these disingenuous people because like they think PC culture is coming after them and stuff like that. So like they yeah they get grouped into this and that's the whole point of that movie and people miss that like whew. yeah. But yes, Fight Club. Great movie. Great role. And he followed it up as, as with another fighting role in Snatch. Yeah. I think he was a little bit worried about like getting typecast as a fighter, but it, it, it didn't happen. And he just wanted to be in a Guy Ritchie movie so bad that Guy Ritchie wrote this role for him. <laughs> and that's probably one of the most 2000 moments ever. Brad Pitt in a tank top and undies. That's all I have to say. <laughs> like, and we just listed all these movies. Even though he changed character in a lot of these movies, yeah. it was still Brad Pitt, tank top and undies. Yeah, he's really just, like I was saying before, a character actor in a leading man's body. I've got more and more impressed with him as the years go on. But yeah. whether it's like, you know, something ambitious and kind of more Oscar baity like Benjamin Button, but then he goes and does like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he just plays oh. this like amazing, sexy, oh, yes. tough guy, stuntman that yeah. can do anything and can beat up Bruce Lee and it's believable. Like, yeah, I... I, I what do you mean it's believable? That, that happened. <laughs> I've learned to really respect Brad Pitt where it, it just, it, yeah. for a moment, because I guess because of the celebrity culture and the tabloids, yeah. it was like, oh, who's he dating now? He's with Jennifer, he's with Angelina, he's with whatever. And it became kind of <laughs> like sucked into that vortex for, for me. But now I just really that's, respect That's him. the circleist you got to run though yeah. to stay in Hollywood. That's it. All right. So... Nato, what are your memories of this movie? Like, do you remember the first time you saw it? When did it really take off for you? I don't... That's what I mean. I was trying to think. I can't remember. Like, it's nearly like... It's nearly like one of those fated movies where it's always yeah. been with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't remember the first... Like, it just feels like I've always had the movie Snatch in my life. Like, I do know, though, I did watch Lockstock yeah. first. I can't remember which one of those two actually came first. It in, was Lockstock, yeah. Which came... Yeah, so I did watch Lockstock and then, like, I was like... Oof, from the guy that made Lockstock. Yeah, all right, cool. And, like, Snatch is 100% a better movie than, like, it's just took everything from Lockstock and was like, mm. let's make it better, funnier. The, the, the twisting, interlocking, like, the Quentin Tarantino-ish kind of storylines all kind of yes. flowing <laughs> around each other and eventually, like, intersecting with each other. And, oof, just, yeah, and I just... I've watched this so many times and I was, I hadn't watched it probably in a bit, like maybe a year or so. And I was still just like, mm, maybe this is the time where it's not <laughs> as funny or it's finally like, that. like, I know it's a bit further along, but like, there's only like one thing I could really point my finger at of like, Oh, kind of doesn't yep. work these days now of like, and that's kind of like, yeah, more, more just how we know, how we talk about, like, I have to say it to name it, but, like, gypsies is, like, a very derogatory term we know yeah. these days now. And, spend, and, like, and pikeys and stuff like that. And I know I've talked to English and Irish friends that still will, like, swear those people are the worst scum of the universe. So they will all keep, still call them those things. But, like, yeah, like, we do know these days, like, gypsies... gypsies is actually a very terrible thing to call people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But apart from that, like this movie is fucking amazing. <laughs> I, I'm similar where I definitely Ugh. watched Lockstock first. And I think it was probably yes. like uh, probably mid 2000s when I got around to watching Snatch. And I have to say, like, I don't remember 
really jiving with it originally. Like I was like, oh, that was fine. But I was, I think I probably wasn't like paying enough attention because there's so much going on. And if you like, if you're watching it with a mate and you're kind of like talking or you're not paying full attention, you're going to miss what makes this movie really great. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's intelligent, but not in like a, you know, oh, it's intelligent. (laughs) It's just very cool how they use things of just like, you know, like when you see a, a very nice engineered building or something like that and it, like everything kind of works properly, it's like, it's not up yeah. itself. It's just like, you're like, oh, respect, like how everything does to make things comedy. And like, I, I just, I just want to quote from a famous man that said, <laughs> damn, this movie is fun from one uh, John O'Peck on Wednesday. <laughs> I did say so that. I did say you, you did love it enough to even just message me and go, damn, this movie is fun. Yeah. And that's the thing where like, sure, I watched it. It was like, fine, whatever. And then I probably didn't watch it again for like 10, 15 years. But I always knew like, it's a movie that's respected. I didn't have issues with it. I didn't, I never decided that it wasn't good. I just, it wasn't my kind of thing. Um, yeah. But coming back and watching it this week for this podcast i was like yeah this is a great movie and i'm glad that we're doing it. it's definitely a comedy brendan yeah um God. it made me laugh you're in- many times you're insane like you are genuinely l- losing your mind if you think this is not a comedy i mean you can I, I, I can see it's more in that kind of like oceans 11 kind of mold of like yeah there's funny moments i could see someone arguing that it's not but it, I, I think there's enough comedy in it for it to yeah. be called a comedy yeah. Well, like, that, like that, that's where, like, a lot of, like, remakes of 80s movies got it wrong, where, like, like, the, like, the, Power, uh, not Power Rangers, um, <laughs> Ghostbusters, when they tried to do the, the remake, not the new, new one now that we've got now, and it was 100% nothing to do with an all-female cast. No. Anyone that's trying to f***ing jive it for that. It's because they wrote it as a comedy, where, like, the original Ghostbusters was a horror with comedy and like it was so funny but it wasn't really like it's not a comedy first in the same mm. way this is technically not a comedy first but i'll still say it's funnier than most comedies i'll watch because yeah. it's able to kind of bounce off being serious which makes the comedy funner funnier and then the comedy makes the serious more serious because like you like as much as i hate to give benefit uh, to to praise the Marvel movies, but like that's how <laughs> they do the like they make the serious moments, even though they're not that serious, feel more serious because like they do the jokes right and the comedy yes. right. And that's one of the great things about the MCU is the way they've nailed the tone, which is something yes. that other movies have struggled with. And, and I remember the tone like, of like bouncing between the two. Yeah, and I remember when um the Avengers came out. One of my friends, who's a, who's a movie critic, said because we did a podcast, he said I think it might be the funniest movie that came out up yeah. to that point of the year because it, it was like genuinely funny and that's what great I mean. this, That's this. Yeah. It's genuinely funnier than most probably comedies <laughs> that came out that year, and still most comedy like a lot of comedies you watch once and you're like that was absolutely hilarious, and then you watch it again and you're like I'm not really laughing anymore now because like. I know the punchlines and the jokes, but like mm. watching this, it's still funny. And it's like, because it's, it built something and I don't know. I don't know so, how, to, no, I wish I had knew more about films to know how, <laughs> like, how they did it. I want to ask you, they do it? are any Marvel movies comedies? No. And no. like, 
But also, yes, I would say they are because they're still funnier than in the same way this moon is. I, and I hate all, that you're making yeah. me praise them more. <laughs> I would argue that Ant Man is probably the closest to a comedy because Paul yes. Rudd's the star, yeah. <laughs> and he's like he can't be he can't not be funny really. Yeah, in that kind of role. Anyway, um, so this movie snatch was ten million dollars to make budget and made 83 million dollars so it's not like a box office phenomenon but a huge profit for you know a a cheap film to make i was waiting for you to say like it didn't make its much like it made hardly anything (laughs) or something like that well even despite like making 83 million it definitely took off in the dvd era it became a bit of a cult um following kind of thing and i'm I'm looking at the that 10 million dollar budget and thinking like where did they save so much money and we'll get to that a bit later because there's something that I noticed that they didn't do that would have saved a lot of money. But anyway, uh, Nato, what do you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score for Nest Snatch? How did the critics I'm gonna say? Like uh, yeah, I'm not going to bring up... I've got my hands in front of me, so <laughs> Jono's no, I'm not cheating. I'm going to say 86. Like people... I'm, like I, Most people love this film. It's a 73, so not quite. Oh. It's close enough, but... <laughs> I'm going through looking up everyone that gave a bad, and I'm going to... I bet you it just says Brendan White. Not a comedy. Zero hey, out of ten. Bre- Brendan likes this movie. I have to defend it. Nah, he bit. doesn't. The, the narrative now is Brendan hates this movie. <laughs> okay, sure. Get out of here, yep. Brendan. Yeah. So I've got I've got some comments here from the critics. So Peter Rayner from New York Magazine slash Vulture said this may be one of the hazardous offshoots of the music video trained generation of movie makers. They confuse a diet of eye candy with a full meal. So uh, Peter's saying that it's all kind of flash and, and style without the substance. And I can see yeah. where, what he means about there's certainly a lot of style, but I think that the substance is there at least. Oh, enough. yeah. It's, it's one of those movies that, like, isn't for an older film critic, kind of, like, or, or, or like, a, a lover of older film. Like, it felt new for when it came out. Like, it, that Guy Ritchie, like, flair of, like, jumping around and bouncing and interlocking timelines and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, I can see why people would dislike it. And it's also, even though we've bounced around on the issue, it is a comedy, and comedies don't usually pop well for critics because, like, critics... And notorious of hating on comedies because, like, they got to look at it as a sensible thing, and then mo- a lot of comedies aren't trying to be sensible. So I can see why. Seventy three, I'm still happy with. Should be up eighty five, eighty six though. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's another review here, a positive one from Globe and Mail, and he says, uh, bouncing around in a world of bare knuckle boxing, gypsy swindlers, pretend Jewish diamond merchants, indestructible Russian assassins and the thug who disposes of bodies by feeding them to hungry pigs, Snatch has enough plots for a fair-sized cemetery. And I like that because it's, it's true. There's a lot of like mini plots going on here throughout the movie. They're all oh, almost... Them all. They're, they're almost... They're, they're all their own story. Like, it would have been great yes. as a TV show, I think, to do like, uh, you know, six episodes of, of Snatch and just kind of run those stories concurrently. Um, but I'm he does a great an job for of, later on. <laughs> he does a great job of um, summing up like there's so many interesting groups of people in this movie. Yeah, not to bounce back to Marvel, but like it, it, it's it's in while like we praised like the first Avenger movie, like they were able to balance so many 
different plots and storylines and like mm. like we've seen so many movies including a lot of like like when dc did their try of like the 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 fall off the cliff when you have so many characters because you spend so many time like introducing them and then you don't either get enough time to build up a good plot that we care about or it, you mm. didn't get it give enough time to these characters so we don't care when things happen to them like there's genuine moments where i was like oh oh yeah that guy's probably gonna die now <laughs> and they've only been with him for a couple of seconds but like yeah, yeah they just do such a good job balancing all of these characters and all of these storylines and that's right all right nato we're gonna take it back to 2000 do you have any guesses for what the number one song was on the aria charts when this released oh, it was no it was november i'll give you that much of a hint november 2000 so like actual 2000 because like is yeah. that when like, this came out actual 2000 yep yeah it did. Oh, okay so i was in my first year of high school me too me too yeah what were yeah. you grooving to in 2000 oh, <laughs> maybe a what do you call it song a britney spears song what maybe? was on so fresh that year <laughs> yeah so fresh um i'm gonna say britney like one of her first ones like a hit mm. me baby one more time she was like she was definitely kicking around then but that's not yeah. what it was so right, i'll give you i'll give you a these are the this is a run of what was number one for like yeah. th- three months kylie minogue on a night like this you too yeah. beautiful day it's a beautiful day. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're gonna see all of them. Yes. Uh, groove, groove Jet. If this ain't love by Spiller, this... featuring oh, Sophie Ellis Baxter. Yeah, I know that song, but I can't. Know. I, what I does can't... it feel like? What does it feel, does it feel like? like? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, teenage Dirtbag. Who let oh, the dogs absolutely. out? Oh. <laughs> and guess what? Teenage Dirtbag again. <laughs> okay. It was like it was Teenage Dirtbag. Who let the dogs out for? four weeks and then teenage and then everyone dirtbag was like actually Christmas. we're sick of that song <laughs> let's go, go back, back to teenage, to dirtbag. teenage <laughs> dirtbag yeah a classic uh, that like i think where was i the other day i was in some shop and it was playing over the thing and like everyone was singing oh, that's right i was walking through a marketplace and stuff like that mm. yeah that had that it was just over the like intercom and everyone was like quietly singing it to themselves as we were going through all the stalls and stuff it was great good song do you know, fun fact, they've got rid of the gun part out of every version of that song now. Really? It so if I go on Spotify and I can't mm-hmm. find the gun version. Yeah, and most like people, if they do a version of it themselves, like if they get the rights to do it, they're not allowed yeah. to say the gun part either. What do they say instead? He brings a hand to school. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember hearing the radio edit and I was like, why did they like bleep out or like mute gun? Like, that's not an offensive word. Because up to that point, I was like, they only bleep out, like, swear words. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm like, and what's then, so then, controversial about bringing a gun to school? Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, and then yeah. And then uh, American News started filtering over to Australia. And we're like, ah, oh, yeah, that's right. You guys have terrible gun control over there. Yeah. Not, that's right. I'll say it on this issue. podcast if anyone's listening. Fuck you and your gun laws. <laughs> I'm just going to write down the time code for that one. <laughs> um, okay so that's that's uh so out of those it was groove jet if this ain't love that was number yeah. one when Oof. uh the movie came out so yeah there you go delicious what have you done for me lately we'll just run through these because there's so many people in this movie um brad pitt is producing so many movies i didn't realize he hasn't really acted a ton lately 
He was in Ad Astra and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 2019. Nothing, nothing this year and nothing last year, really. Um, he's coming out with a couple of movies. Like why would you risk it as somebody <laughs> that's got a lot of money? Like, you yeah. just take a couple of years off making films because, like, you don't want to be on set because, A, it's... Even if you want to risk being on set, it's horrible mm. being on set because you got to wear a mask and a face shield yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So. And he's got kids, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And take, maybe, take your time maybe that's, that's probably why he's doing so much producing lately. But um, anyway... Yeah. Babylon and the Lost City are the movies that he is in that are coming out soon. Hmm. Um, Stephen Graham, who plays Tommy, was in Greyhound, the Tom Hanks uh, movie on Apple TV, and Venom: Let There Be Carnage, which I definitely did not see. No. Nah. Um, Vinnie Jones, but- surprisingly, has never stopped working since Lock, Stock, nah. and Two Smoking Barrels. Like, I, I expected to look at his IMDb and be like, oh, yeah, he's in a gangster movie like every two or three years. He's worked yeah. like as much as anyone. Like he's worked multiple movies or TV shows every year. So good for him. Um, Bullet Tooth Tony he plays and he's just done eight episodes of, I'm guessing a spinoff of Law & Order called Law & Order Organized Crime. Huh. I haven't yep. heard of it. Maybe Ali might have. Yeah, probably. So Statham obviously plays Turkish and is paying his bills with Fast and the Furious and Expendables movies. That's yeah. probably all you need to know. Uh, Benicio Del Toro as Frankie Four Fingers. You've probably seen him in like the Marvel, <laughs> the Marvel Universe to bring them up again. He plays the Collector and most recently like in What If, he did the voice for the Collector, which was pretty cool. Um, did you watch What If, Nato? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Lenny James, who plays Sol, he I definitely recognized him. Where, where, where do I know him from? It was Walking Dead. He plays yes. like a, a character on Morgan on Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, which um, is still going now. All right. So we'll move into what's the most 2000s moment. For me, it was the real, real lack of internet and phones like, like there might be a mobile phone here and there but they don't really yeah. emphasize it that much it's like nah. it was probably like like even in the 90s it's like american pie and stuff there the internet existed but it was probably more of a young person's thing like the young yeah. kids are chatting downloading music or whatever because like, he used like an actual landline to call people and stuff like that like mm-hmm. he made a few calls that way so but like that's that's what i was looking that's like what i talked to you about like at the start that like I still don't think it would have changed too much of the movie having like mobile phones and internets in there. Like, like apart from maybe like when they got a diamond, they might've looked it up on the internet or instead (laughs) of like him sitting there with a landline, he would just got out of his mobile and did that or like, or, or, or rang the guy that he had in the, the car with the tie and stuff like that. That's like, but then like he wouldn't (laughs) have been able to threaten him. So he still might've still gone to him. He wouldn't have rang him with a mobile. Like, I was still, I was always trying to put mobiles and internets into scenes and I was like, eh, I don't think it would have changed much. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you've jumped forward to one of the last questions, so we'll just yeah, bring yeah. it, we'll bring it back in the, in the dock. Yeah. So how, how would modern smartphones and social media change the movie? I think you're right. Like, yeah, I, I mean, there, there could be like, it might be harder for organized crime to fix boxing matches and that kind of thing with, you know, the lack of privacy that we have now, phone hacking and whatnot. Yeah, I think 
you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it still happens. But there's, there's the scene where they rock up um, to kind of the three black guys rock up to mug the Frankie the Four bookies. Fingers. Yeah, nobody and they, goes to bookies anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but they also like have the wrong bookie or they have the wrong time of day or whatever. It's like a mistaken identity kind of thing where they... No, it's the right t- bookie. They just go in at the wrong time because they yeah. think the guy's in there. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's, then they look down and they're like, oh, you don't have four fingers. fingers. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. remember so they hit like... the car with him in there because he would have gone in there at that time. But they knocked him out when... When Tyrone hit the car in front of him, he knocked, like he was in the back of that van and he knocked him out. Mm. And then they didn't know that. So he would have gone in there just probably after they went in there. That's it, yeah. So I feel yeah. like some of the kind of timing stuff-ups would be solved with maybe being a bit more organized with phones and tracking and that kind of thing. But I also think yeah, mobsters probably aren't really on social media yeah, and it's an illegal <laughs> boxing match, so maybe you wouldn't yeah. be able to do one on Bet365 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that ties it back into what's the most 2000s moment. The only other thing I had was like those massively fat CCTV monitors that we saw a bunch <sighs> yeah. of. Like, so uh, redundant, I guess, now. You can pull up a CCTV on your phone. Um, but what did you have for this one? You mentioned Brad Pitt being in this is is like in a tank like, top and undies, pretty much yeah. nearly naked. That's like two thousands Brad. Like even when he's playing a serious character, like it's it's like what they used to do with beautiful women back in the day. Like they just mm. ha- would have them in revealing outfits, and now like they knew they could get male audience, uh, female audience with a Brad Pitt with his shirt off. So like it's just the evolution of that of like oh. We don't need to do just the male gaze anymore. We can do the female gaze in movies to get more. He is shirtless for a lot of this seats. movie. Yeah, <laughs> God, he's delicious. And Fight Club. I was yeah. listening. I was listening to the Always Sunny podcast the other day, and Glenn Howerton said that Always when Always Sunny podcast there is with the three guys, they go through yeah, like yeah, each yeah. episode. He said that when uh, Brad Pitt took his shirt off in Fight Club, it changed the game. <laughs> <laughs> god man he is like there's there's like greek statue ripped at, or yeah. like like jesus in a lot of the like rev, what, what's yeah. what's the age the, they, that's the, the 18th thing on, century that's the thing on always sunny too he says he wants to have like jesus abs yeah yeah like because they always like yeah 18th century revolution no no it's revolution god what's the art style i don't know nato this is but you know what, what i'm talking about but yeah. but you're like in all those like god he is like 10 abs of power and like <laughs> the holy spirit is in his abs in those in those paintings but like True. even then they ain't got nothing on brad pitt in fight club <laughs> with his shirt off with the v- with the v i think that was like the invention of like <laughs> the v <laughs> i like, I've seen you've been writing down my swears, so I don't want to say <laughs> what what the what the actual term for those that V is yeah, called. Yeah, I know, because... I know what it is. <laughs> Let's just say CGs. Sea dumpsters, yes. Yeah. Or, or or sea gutters. Sea gutters, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, delicious. Anyway, uh, let's move on, please. (laughs) Uh, What is the most iconic scene in this movie, Nato? Because it moves so quickly that it's hard to pick one that stands out, hey? Uh, uh, Like, take your pick. Like, everyone should... Like, it's more one of those films of, like, you ask a person what their most iconic film of that, and I'm pretty sure everyone will tell you a different scene because Mm. there's so many of, like... 
it, it half ties into like a later question where you're talking about memes and gifs and stuff like that but like mm-hmm. most of these iconic moments if we had the internet we had now like most of these are like two minutes turkish and then two minutes you said two minutes five minutes ago and then like <laughs> and like the, the germans are like there's so many times in the movie of just like oh what what is it for the germans or like oh man or even just like anytime brick top goes on like a like a like a, a gangster ra- like he's rant. About, talking about pigs pigs or even like nemesis of like do yeah. you understand the the meaning of nemesis or even just like pull your tongue out of my ass yeah. or like are, are you a dog and it's just like jesus or even like the brad pitt like do you like do you dags? like dags do you like dags like people yeah. were saying that forever yeah th- that's the one that i wrote down because i think it's the most quoted line yes. in the movie easily it's it's the one that people still rep like i was just playing um hitman 3 this week yeah. and i i'm pretty sure there's a trophy that's called like do you like dags when you pick yeah. up a certain like item or something or yeah. an achievement in the in the game not a trophy um uh, and i was like there you go like it 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 stood the test of time um and so for most iconic scene i would i would say it is like for me like the one that pops into my head is when they the first rock up to the the pikeys when they uh, when they yeah, when they yeah. first get there and you meet Brad Pitt and you're like what yeah. what is this character what is he the, saying like the apparently like nearly good like accent apparently like a lot of english oh, friends sure of mine like the the only thing they said is like not the only thing is like a bit off is like he's not fast enough with how he talks. Right. Like they're even faster apparently. Yeah. Like, but he's like they're they're amazing because usually when an American does like British accents, it's always horrible. Like a British guy doing American accents, everyone's like, oh, oh, he's British. Oh, didn't know. But mm. like when American tries to do British accents, they're always bad, and you're just like, why? Why are you trying to be British? There are some that can do it, but it's harder. Yeah. It's harder for yeah. an American to do British. I just learned that Andrew Garfield's British. I had no idea until the yeah. other day. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. You can't. You can never know when it's a British actor doing American accents. Like, yeah. what's the name? Like we mentioned it before, but The Walking Dead of like the main dude yeah. in that. Like he's yeah, yeah. super British and stuff like that. He's and... in Love Actually, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, if you hadn't seen those, but like before you go too far off. I, yeah. I did want to say the one that I'll probably put my my stamp on the most iconic scene, the whole Tyrone the getaway driver kind <laughs> of just like it, like a little bit from at first when he when he's at like the service station or something like that and he's trying to get out of the car and he turns mm. and he's like a getaway driver like what is he gonna get away from? But more <laughs> just that whole like the parking scene and well, like he reverses into the car and he like, says yeah. i couldn't see it it's like it's right behind you <laughs> yeah, like, or even just like why didn't you park over there like he's like nah not enough room and he's like you can land a f-ing jumbo jet over there and it's like oh they're just everything with tyrone is just you're not allowed to time stamp that out that's from the movie <laughs> i want to <laughs> I get my i want to get my clean in iTunes. yeah or whatever look, you could do that like thing of like copyright light when, when when you review something on youtube and you have the video and stuff like that you're allowed to say you know i'm not stealing copyright laws because i'm reviewing it not the same, same thing. thing 
It's not the same. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Daddy iTunes. Talk to right, Apple, be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk to All Daddy right. iTunes. Nato, what holds up the best? I'm going to go first because I'm sure you have many things that you want to say. But I think the style of this movie, yes. the editing, yep. the fast pace, I have, like, the, my, my, like, when I think of this style, I think of Edgar Wright and those yeah. movies that he made where it's like all the quick cuts for the transitions. I think, like, the TikTok culture would love this. Like, yeah. that's, like it is quick enough and bloppy enough to like get this like new tiktok culture that like don't like long like long form media because like it's not quick mm. enough and all that so yeah like 100 percent, i'd go behind you with that as well yeah. like whenever they mention um frankie's gambling problem and it has like the viva las, las vegas. vegas and it like just shows a few like really quick photos of him like gambling yeah. And getting drunk. And then when the dude travels from New York to London, they like represent that with these really quick cuts of like an airport and plane and a, a, so, so spoilers you know, for the next question. That's that's my what holds up the worst because like I've done long trips and like I'm like that <laughs> would have been easy. like a fifteen hour flight or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like how did you get from there to there and all that? So I'm just like it doesn't it it breaks my reality of that movie because i'm like well for that whole time to fly from there to there then how did all this stuff still happen and all that but like my best hold up moment is just the reveal moment at the end like it it doesn't hold up in the sense of like if you've seen it before but like i'm pretty sure if you watch this you still might get hit with that like <gasps> like the plot twists like reveal of like oh the parkies had been planning this yeah. from the start, Neil. They're smarter like, than you give them credit for. Yeah, the first step you did on their, like, lawn, they were probably already planning this. Like, that's why they knocked out Gorgeous George. Like, that's why mm -hmm. they did the first fight, so they could do the first betting, and then the second one, they could put another betting, and, oh, just everything. I don't think they predicted that their mum was going to die, though, so that's a bummer. No, that's a, that sucked. Yeah, but I would have, I would have loved like a reveal at the end of like you saw that like the Pikey's traveling and next you see, like you like the camera's on Brad Pitt and then it scrolls to the side and the mum's sitting there next to him and it was like a whole like <gasps> a double one, like I believe they, it. <laughs> what do you think they did with their money? Like just buy a nicer caravan? <laughs> well, so so talking to friends that have not dealings with them but have no like no like. Apparently, like, they're very rich. Like, they drive very nice cars usually and all that. They just, they live that transient life and they're mm. all ex-tinkerers. Tinkerers, you're probably hearing a lot of fantasy novels and all that. But, like, a lot of them were ex-tinkerers that would come into towns and fix stuff and do things. And in the age where, like, that ceased to be a thing, they, the like... The government didn't control them properly as in like, hey, let's repurpose them or re-educate them or get them free education and they turn to crime. And now like, why would you give up crime? Because as we seen with this movie, they made a ton of money. So they just live off of yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I think, I think you're right. Like the, the way that like you were touching on it before, but yeah, the, the way that they're portrayed in this movie, I, I have no like, touchstone for whether it's accurate or not but it feels authentic and that's the most yeah. probably important thing to me is like yeah. it was like they, one of the first they, things i talked yeah. about friends when i met them that were english and irish and all that i'm like is, is, have you seen snatch no just more just like is <laughs> yeah. this are, are these 
like is this is this bunch of people like real and like is this a good representation yeah. and then that gets there's like yeah. reality shows about them and stuff now that you can see yeah. pretty easily like gypsy weddings or whatever they'll call it yeah it, it's a wild world that's for sure um and but the, yeah and the, and the comedy is the other thing that holds yeah. up the best still fun yeah the cast too like there's a lot of people in this movie like i mentioned still working have yeah. become even more famous since then um you know I don't need to, to to name like specifics, but I guess Vinnie Jones and Statham, Statham are much bi- they're much bigger now than they were when this came out. I'd say. When did um, Gone in sixty seconds come out? That was in between this and Lockstock, which oh, okay. so, so so Vinnie Jones was in in that as well. Yeah, yeah. like I, yeah, I think Lockstock and what's name was where Vinnie blew up a lot. Gone in sixty, but- yeah. But I think he got yeah gone in sixty seconds yeah but I, yeah he did kind of get better but stra- Stratham to the what moon. do we got coming here uh, da, 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 da. next what holds question up the is worst. what yeah what holds up the worst there's no women really in this movie almost no yeah <laughs> they don't belong in this yeah. world apparently um, no so that that I think if you're making it now that would be Gender casting, a bit different yeah. yeah um the other thing I didn't love was like the three dumbest people in the movie are the three black guys. I yes. feel like that's a bit on. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying that on it's the like. Nose. Yeah, I'm not saying it's necessarily on the nose or that it's racist, but it certainly it doesn't, doesn't look feel good. right. It doesn't look yeah. right. Yeah. No. Like and we I can mean, see it with a better lens now. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's dumb white people, there's dumb black people, there's dumb everything. Like, yeah. it, it's it's they can. Be portrayed like dumb people can be portrayed by black actors, but when they're the only ones in the movie and they're the they three were the dumbest, kind of lackeys as well. Yeah, like, even though he of... owned like a like a whole business, he was still kind of a lackey. Yeah, so I would have liked yeah. to see like the 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 gypsies in the movie were essentially like portrayed as dirty and like Brad Pitt didn't wash while he was performing those scenes those weeks, but they turned out to be the smartest guys there. So yeah. it would, if it would, if you're making this now, maybe it's a it's a twist where like they look like they're stupid, but they're actually got something like they they come out on top, um, mm. and that, that that's definitely not what happens in this movie. Um, there, there's something I mentioned before about the budget, and I think that this is probably a budget reason. But nearly every death in this movie takes place off screen, like yeah. you see someone pull the trigger, but you don't see the impact. Might even and just I- be for the rating as well it keeps the rating down but there's so there's so much like swearing and stuff that i think it's gonna be that that high rating anyway depends on the country maybe but i I think it's it's obviously a lot cheaper to not have to show like brains exploding and stuff yeah but i think the way that like trends have changed if this movie came out now i think it would be a bit more violent in that sense Eh, i don't think it would just to kind of like that kind of fights too hard against like the comic tone of it all like that might be right maybe that's a choice to keep it lighter as yeah. in more comedic um yeah. it is kind of like we've mentioned um tarantino we've mentioned edgar wright i'd say that this is kind of like in the middle of those two yeah where it's 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 more the it's the com- comedic style of edgar wright even though guy Ritchie came first and it's the um the interweaving plots and the, some of the dialogue of a Tarantino, and it's, it's a really good mix. Um, so maybe it, maybe it's for the best that they didn't do that. I'll, I'll retract what holds up the worst for for talking about the deaths off camera. But what did you have for this one? 
I just the gypsy yeah, stuff. I had the the fe- I had the female cast, and the trip to London was the most annoying. <laughs> it really, I didn't. It was th- only this watching that I because I think I was looking for something that I was like, well, what doesn't hold up? And I was like, oh yeah, the the trip from. Like New York to London, and then from London back to New York, and then from New York back to London again. I'm like, it's seven oh. hours. I actually not fifteen, but it's still a long time. Because yeah. <laughs> was it New York? Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Okay. okay, then yeah, I was thinking LA, so that's a lot longer. <laughs> okay, sorry. I think yeah. that's part of the joke. Is like, hey, well, let's just sum this up in a little quick transition. Yeah, that's what time. I mean. I still did like that. <laughs> like, it is funny that like. <laughs> Because it's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's taking a sleeping tablet and then like <laughs> down yeah. and out for the trip. That's it. Uh, who would be most offended? Uh, there was actually a couple of um, like gay slurs in the movie as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was here and there. And, and then, then like we mentioned the women. Probably Jewish mentioned... culture as well. Like Yeah, perhaps. Because, yeah. <laughs> like that stereotype of like... Orthodox dim- Jews perhaps, like, yeah. Yeah, like diamond dealers and... All that. And then on top of that, like, they weren't even Jewish. They were, like, yeah. pretending to be Jewish so they could be part of the diamond culture and stuff like that. So mm. I'd, I'd say, like, that they could be. And, yeah, the, as I mentioned earlier, like, pikeys and gypsies, actually, these days we know uh, actual slurs about Yeah, people. so is there a preferred term for people that, that, <sighs> there I, is, that, that travel around? I didn't around? look it up. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, I think Kaz told me a while back, and that's how, like, that's how I originally found out that it was like a derogatory term. What right. about you? Who do you think? I mean, yeah, like I said, I think, um, yeah, yeah, women, potentially black people, gay people, people that have, um, mar- like, not marginalized, but yeah, you, you mentioned the orthodox jews like the movie starts out with them like benicio del toro's dressed as an orthodox jew and it's 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 done for kind of laughs where he robs the the bank or whatever the jewelry store or whatever so i don't think anything in this is like super duper offensive like you would remove it completely if it happened now so they've they've done a fairly good job for a movie that's set 21 years ago to to be tasteful enough but um yeah there's just a few things that some people might go i wish that wasn't in there all right here here, here we go from a few i looked at two three websites it is the word is a racial slur against the roma people right so the yeah correct term is roma 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 yeah okay roma 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 right yeah roma yeah it was i feel like because because they were like transient and you know like traveling mm-hmm. and stuff like that like yeah like people that saw that culture were like pfft, less than us so that's where they get it from yeah interesting i, I feel like yeah. at the time that this movie was made they were probably still referring to themselves as gypsies even and yeah. it's probably been since then that's changed yeah and, th- and that's the thing like they're not even roma people like it, it just got grouped into anyone that was kind yeah. of like didn't like nomadi or or, tra- or travelers yeah. and stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah Sure. All right. Does Snatch pass the internet relevancy test? Absolutely. She, like, Do you like dags? Yeah. Like all of these would have been gifts. Like, like 
good guy this like you you could replace a lot of me like even like original memes with some of these characters and like i can guarantee like a few like if Mm. some tiktok generation person found a few of these clips they would turn them into big tiktok uh yeah yeah. i can i can see it easily like it's very very usable for the current generation and i think i think it's relevant enough where like if you make a reference to snatch People will probably get it. There's a few images from the movie that would get used, but um, yeah, yeah, it's like a medium pass for internet relevancy. I think um, we've done, a, we've talked about smartphones and social yeah. media already. NATO, could you make Snatch now? What would it look like in 2021 slash 2022? Since we're basically there. Yeah. Yes, 100%. You could make this. Like, I'll change a few minor details, as we said in here. I'd probably have, like, the crew, like, have, like, a black and a white and maybe a black guy. So they're mm-hmm. not all just the black guys and maybe another character here. And then maybe one or two of them are Because, fe- like, none of them need to be males. None of them need to be white, really. There's nothing that will change mm. changing those characters. Like, changing maybe where they're from is about the only thing that would change it. Like, if they tried to set this in America. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I, I wonder if some of that is the fact that Guy Ritchie was trying to make something that was authentic to the time, yeah. and you know we've we've progressed a lot since then. That maybe now it wouldn't be unusual for a woman or for a, a black guy to be standing right next to an Irish guy, whereas back then I think, and I'm just speculating here, but it could have been like, especially in the gang sense, it's like this gang is all whites and this gang is all blacks or this yeah. mob and, and, and women aren't allowed. It's a masculine world. You have to be tough and there's no yeah. room for women. Like that might've been the way that the mob looked at things back then. I don't know if they're like that now, but I feel like the way that um, society's evolving, it would, wouldn't be jarring to do it now. Whereas nah. it m- like might've could, been back You then. could take out Tommy and make it a, a chick. Like, and it wouldn't yeah. change anything in that movie, really. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. Or, like, or even take... even brick, even brick, like what's his name, Red Brick or Brick Top? Yeah, Brick Top. Yeah, like yeah. I, I've seen some. There's been some really good, um, whether it's Fargo or something else. I can't remember where. Like the head of the family is a woman. Yeah, and yeah. They've, even like... more, sp- even more terrifying usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like maybe they were the wife of the 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 head, and she had them killed or something. So she's even more like. Or even just the daughter that, that took over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Instead yeah, of having a son, would, they had a daughter. That would work. So yeah, I think yeah. that. Um, and maybe a TV that, show, as you said. Yeah, a TV I'd show would be make great. It a TV show. Yeah, and and it's the kind of thing that like if they announced it tomorrow, you wouldn't even be surprised because it's happening yeah. so often now where they're just taking old movies and going like like Fargo is a good example. I just threw it out there, but it's a movie from the nineties that they just went, let's make a TV show. Well. It's not even going to be the same characters. It's not even going to be like the same story, but it's that world, and it's yeah, that snatch like, world. I, I like as much as I wouldn't want them to. It's it's cultish enough in the sense of like, it's not so massive that everybody's seen it. In the same way of like a Fargo, like Fargo didn't need to be made into a TV show or anything like that. Like it was great. Like, mm-hmm. but it was it still didn't have the pop it it could have if the winds changed and all that in the same way, like 72% <laughs> Brendan with his 0% bloody 8-bit <laughs> review. God. 
Um, hey, I, but yeah, I like, approved. Yeah, well, apparently not by Brendan. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, maybe a TV show and just, yeah, diversify the cast and that's about it. That's all hmm. you really got to change. I mean, you, you said The Gentleman was a, was a you know, a, a good good thing, good movie. Uh, is that like a 2021 version of Snatch in, in that sense? No, no, no. Like, I don't think it's as funny. Like, it's right. more serious. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, it's this, as, as like you said, like, this is crime comedy. Like, that's just, they did crime. I suppose it is a little funny. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a newer Snatch. Sure, sure. Like even oh, Rock and Roll, like Rock and Roller was more a newer snatch, but even then, still could never kind of. Yeah, grasp I mean that, that was like, that, that was only like two thousand and eight, so it was pretty close to this relatively. Jesus, is that how long ago Rock and Roller came out? Man, like, that feels yeah. more way more recent than that. Oh, okay, cool. Up. Rock and Roller, two thousand eight action crime film, not an action, not a comedy crime. Or a crime comedy, but an action Yeah, it's crime. not as funny as Snatch. Yeah. And that's why I think like any Guy Ritchie film is always going to get judged about, is it a comedy? Well, is it as mm. funny as Snatch? If it's not, then it's not a comedy anymore. That's like, yeah. okay. I, di- I didn't mention this I, before, but I, I should have when I was talking about the style. I think this was a big influence on the Ocean's movies the way that there's like all these different yes. cast members some of the music that's and how playing. they introed and like their names and stuff like that and like, yeah there's yeah. a lot of style in this wow. that, see that just ticked through the 2000s so very I, I would i'm guessing that you know it may have been influenced by a style that was already there at the time but as far as i can tell this seems to have influenced films going into the next 10 years okay um i agree with everything you said about whether it could be made today. And that's going to take us into the Steve Buscemi Spark Plug Award. Steve Buscemi. A real spark plug. Do you remember what this one's about, Nato? Is this like a background character or something like that? Yeah, it's like who's who kind of like steps onto the screen and just lights it up while they're there for oh, okay, a shorter okay. amount of time. There's so many actors in this movie and there's so many great performances I'll shout out a few. So, Owen Bremner. I was plays, about to say yes. Yes. <laughs> plays Ewan, Mullet. Yeah. Yep. Um, and listeners of this podcast might remember he was in Death at a Funeral um, a few years after this. He was great. He's He's got his head in a car door for most of his. Um, sorry, a car window for most of his appearance, which makes it, you know, it's a high degree of difficulty, but he does pretty well. Um, Benicio, I thought, should get a shout-out here because he's not in the movie heaps. As much as you think he is. And then you're yeah. like, yeah, like he's only in for that start bit of the start and then mm. like a little bit and then he's got his head covered and then he dies and then like yeah. his body's... His body's in the movie a lot more than he is. And he's one of the bigger... Like he's probably next to Brad Pitt, the biggest name in yeah. the movie. So you kind of think he's going to be like the main one of the main characters. Um but I think I want to actually give this to Brad Pitt because he is the biggest name, but he's also not oh, yeah. actually in the movie that much. There's like two main scenes that they go to visit the um, the caravan community, I'm going to call them. Um, yes. And apart from that, he's either boxing or he's like mourning like his mother and he's getting drunk and you're not. he's yeah. not like... He hasn't got lines for those. Nomads. Seconds. There you go. The nomads. The nomads. So, 
so yeah, he's not in the movie anywhere near as much as say like um, Statham or Stephen Graham or you know um, the characters like Bricktop and. But yeah, anyway, I, I just think that every time he speaks, you're just like, what's he going to say next? What's he going to do next? And I just think that he almost is like that. He does spark things up when he when he shows up. It's they're the best scenes for me when when he's on screen. So I'm I'm going to give it to Brad Pitt. Any objection? No, absolutely. Well, the the only thing I would contend is like he he's spends too much time on the ca- on the screen for this award. I mean, I thought That's I made it. a good case for how he <laughs> for how he's not, but. I don't it's know, a lot of the plot revolves around him, though. That's that's more what I mean. It does, but it happens without him actually being there. They're always they're talking about like the effects of of his punch and whether he's going to be able to, you know, throw the the yeah, fight or whatever. Yeah. If it was any other movie where it's not like a whole bunch of characters and they're all having their storylines, because like mm. you could say that about any character, really, apart from like. Yeah, apart from Statham. Statham. (laughs) But even then, like, there's a lot of scenes where he's not there because, like, Tommy's gone out with Gorgeous George and, like... I mean, even Vinnie Jones only shows up for, like, five minutes or ten minutes. That's what I mean. Like, everybody nearly should get this award for this thing. (laughs) Okay, everybody's nominated, but I'm giving it to Brad Pitt. (laughs) Yes, yeah, all right. That's more I'm happy with. Okay. Uh, Is it still a good movie? I think that's Yes, NATO. All right, yeah, because I just spent the last like five, ten minutes trying to thesaurus a better way of saying "f and oath." It is. <laughs> you can just say "heck yes." No, it doesn't have enough. Oh, like I, I want to say it. it it's I'll so "f and it. is" a good movie. Like, oh god, you did mention one of the other only comedies I'd say that would come for the title in my mind of funniest movies which was like that is genuinely a, a comedy where, uh, death at a funeral oh, okay yeah the That's the great. british one let's yeah, not yeah. don't even anyone come at me with the oh but the office is a good version well death at a funeral is not the american <laughs> one is trash i can't i haven't seen the american one and when you look don't. at the cast i'm like how did they stuff it up because yeah. like it's such because, a good because, script but it, it's because a good... it's a it's a British script, it's like in the same way if you yeah. did an American version of this, it wouldn't be as funny because like so much of it is British comedy mm. and jokes and yeah, I guess yeah. that it goes to it, it proves that uh, there are just differences. Yeah, yeah, and and when the office was just the Americans with the script of the British pilot, it was bad. So it was yeah. Only but when also, you let them do its own thing. I don't think the British version of The Office is that good anyway. You can be wrong about some things, Nathan. No, it's not that good. It's fantastic. It's okay. It's the best. I'm sorry. It's not a Brendan zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I will not have um, The Office UK uh, bad-mouthed on this podcast. You I also don't off. like what's-his-name, the main dude. Um, Ricky. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a topic. A person. That's a topic for another time. <laughs> that's a topic for another time. Let's wrap it up. Come on. Let's Jesus. wrap it up. Get uh, off the topic. 
dear listeners, you can subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. What are you doing? If you've got to episode whatever, 60-something without subscribing, then subscribe now. Share it with your friends. Tell them all about us. You can grab your 8-bit merch over at shop8bit.net, including the Comedy Rewind-inspired t-shirt with the VHS design. Uh, if you want to get into the Kofi for 8-bit to support what we're doing over here, it's ko-fi.com slash we are 8-bit. Did you know that you can leave Spotify reviews now? Or at least ratings, NATO. That's a new thing. Yeah, so, so stop being a coward and get on Spotify and review this podcast. Yeah, we want five stars in Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and now Spotify. Yes. And that's that's all that's all we want from you. That, it's not asking for no, much. Stop you don't being have lazy. To... I cleaned my bathroom fan today. Yeah. You can get exactly. on Spotify and leave a five star review for this podcast. You don't have to throw dollars at us on Kofi, but you have to give us a rating and review. It's the least you can do. Well, the least you could do is subscribe. Or go clean your bathroom fan, because it's, <laughs> I guarantee it's dirty. I mean, I didn't ask for anything for Christmas, so this is what I'm asking. Retroactively, just give us a, a five-star. That's all. It's easy. Dear listeners, you can catch Nathan on Twitter at I know NATO. Yeah. I'm at Jono himself. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on Comedy Rewind. Be kind. And rewind. He gets it. Yeah. That's a good movie. It's an underappreciated movie. Let's just say yeah, that. It's, it's not on my list for this podcast, but um, maybe I'll have to revisit it.